against the rain this morning scared everybody away. Get a Mactonite squeeze bottle filled with 32 ounces of your favorite soft drink. Just $1.39. Quince your back to school thirst at McDonald's. Yum, 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 yum. Going back into my cave. Sick, you are ill. Well, hello and welcome back to yet another episode of CCM in 3D. I'm Derek. I'm Dan. And I'm Dave. Thank you for listening again. That's that's the all we're all here and it's all good. And I'm real Dan. Yeah, you're analog. Not Dan. robot yep. Dan. No, you're right. not robot, robot Dan. Yeah. <laughs> we have a message from Robot Dan or Robot Dan in a few minutes, but with <sighs> we can I know. Okay. Now that's a tease. We are teasing Robot Dan now. That's how popular he is. <laughs> no. <laughs> On the way, Robot Dan. Your, your 10-year-old likes Robot Dan. This yes. is scary. Yeah, he does. And now yeah. this. We should go to commercial right, <laughs> right. Robot Dan and Petra right up after this. Oh, no. I love it. You can pee with our brains. <laughs> well, we welcome you all back. We're glad to have you. And uh, we've got um, the long-awaited resumation resuming of our favorite 100 albums tonight long awaited yeah. yeah and we've had people ask about this on social media when are you guys going to get back to your top 100 right yeah. i've been has asking it, myself that yeah <laughs> has it been a year it's been, I think like it's been a, over a year yeah. has it really wow yeah. so yeah yeah so uh just to catch everyone up um if you're a new listener feel free to go back into the archives and dig around we started with some honorable mentions, and then we just counted from 100 to 91, the 90 to 81, and 80 to 71, and so on and so forth. So tonight, we've entered the top 50 zone. Dun, dun, dun. We are going to, from 50 to 41, we left off. With, that makes it uh, 60 to 51. Mm-hmm. So tonight, it's 50 to 41. Right. Okay. So, should we lay out kind of what we thought when we started this thing yeah because it's been over a year yes the rules right right do you want to do you want to grab the rules okay Dan? so the rules uh built my list basically this way <laughs> well, <laughs> Derek tried to lay out learn, some rules you learn the rules um, and you break them more right? or less exactly uh, so starting from the top like if you had one album on a deserted island that would be my number one Okay. So and then and then okay, if I could pick a second one to go with that, that'd be my number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Desert, yep. Deserted Island and so on and so forth. I like the way you're doing. So that's that. why I built it. Mm-hmm. And then we couldn't have. We tried to keep it to our no more than two per artist, two albums on the list per artist. Is that right? Does that sound right, Dave? It sounds right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that sounds right. I yeah. broke that rule. I did too. Okay. Only because otherwise I, I, I put too. all the Whiteheart albums on my top, right. top <laughs> list. It's yeah. like, okay, we can't do that. Dan's list becomes my favorite 10 Whiteheart albums. <laughs> right. And then my 37 favorite live albums that they didn't even approve. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, so we tried to limit it to that. So at least we had some different, different artists in there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. That's to, two rules I remember. Yeah. Anything else to add? Yeah. I, I, the, one of the things that I like and I went back and just dabbled in each episode. I didn't listen to everything. But one thing that we were always careful to say is this is not a best of or greatest yeah. list. Mm-hmm. Yes. This, uh, there is no best of. There's no greatest anything. There's, you know, that's the realm of greatest figure skater or gymnast or football player or whatever. These are just our favorites. Yeah. So Dan's favorites, Dave's favorites, my mm-hmm. favorites. And that's the way we're doing this. It's not a best of. It's a favorites. 
Yeah. So, and, and that's no, why all of Dan's top ten is Whiteheart. Exactly. <laughs> also, speaking of best of, no best of albums. That's yes, right. That's okay. right. right. That's right. Yep. No best of so, albums. That's yep. right. We did include Christmas. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I didn't have any, but you guys did. Mm-hmm. And then various artist albums, like mm-hmm. compil- compilations of various artists doing right. Things, so. yeah. yeah. But yeah, no best of. That's right. Maybe we ought to do it. Did we do a best of our favorite? Yeah, we did. We did. Yep. We did our favorite best of. Mm-hmm. See, we don't even know our own content. I have no idea. That's how big of idiots we are. <laughs> we don't even know our own content. Did we do that? Yes, we did. Okay. So anyway, so that kind of lays the, um, the the landscape for what we're doing here. So we're going to start with, um, we're going to jump in at 50. And uh, who wants to go first? So teaser on my list before we get started. Ooh, teaser. on my like list. So teaser. I have a guess that album game coming up what okay. i yep. guess that album game i have an artist album with stevie wonder on it oh i have a super super surprise artist late in my countdown many of you never probably heard of but is on spotify really so that's exciting oh wow um i'm chomping at the bit for this you know, now it's kind of a left field artist kind of like Derek has dropped some left field artists out there mm-hmm. and so on and so forth right. um and then uh there's a song on one of these albums that i can't help but think of Derek every time Okay. It's seared wow. into my brain. So, so, so that again, to recap, Stevie Wonder, Left Field, Can't Help But Think of Me. There you go. Okay. Yes. So Left Field is definitely Vengeance Rising. <laughs> that's, he got that. Let's see, Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's probably Vengeance Rising, too. Too, yes. Yeah, yes. Stevie Wonder and yes. Vengeance Rising. Yes, yes. Roger Martinez. It checks all the boxes. It checks all the boxes. Well, you you immediately... F- you that, immediately figured it out. Right, and yeah. that's probably the album that reminds you of me. So it's all vengeance, right? Wow. <laughs> that's right. It's all, right. all vengeance. Everything Derek's converges. Derek's deciphered the clues. Yeah, yes. it's, it's, just call me Mr. Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I will add is, as I went back through this, I noticed that uh, all... So we're in the top 50 now. Right. And I always keep track of what CDs I own, because I don't do vinyl. Dave, sorry, bud. That's your you know, vinyl. That's all right. Um, I God keep, still loves you. I know. But you, on the other hand, maybe not. <laughs> I still love you, too. Yeah. <laughs> love you, man. So um, I keep track of what I own or don't own from this list. And now oh. that we've entered the top uh, 50, I own 47 of the 50. Oh, wow. Oh, good. So, nice. Um, but two of the three that I do not own show up in this 10 Oh, CDs tonight. tonight. So, okay. After tonight, there's only one of the next, however many, 40, 49 through, no, that's wrong, uh, 39 through, or 40 through the end that I don't own. And again, we're sitting here in Derek's office, and you've got all your CDs up on the <laughs> right, walls. Right, So only twice in this countdown can I say, not say it's up there. Well, three times, to- oh, t- tonight, or twice. Tonight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got everything right. ready to pull out that oh, I have. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Good for you. Now, Dan would have all of his, except- yeah. I was uh, curious how many Dan would have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have the CDs, Derek. Mm-hmm. You're the vinyl, Dave. Yeah. I've got air. 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 Yeah. Just, what happened with that? In the it was air. some guy, uh, Rob. Yeah. No, no. It uh, wasn't uh, Rob. You forget, it was Ima. I'm, I'm a, a yeah. I'm a take these from you. I'm a take. Oh, these okay, from you. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, he, they're they're gone. A pox so, on that guy's house. He did not return them. No, I was not very nice. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. So uh, somebody other than me want to start this thing? Want to go around? <laughs> All right. Let's 
You want me to start? They will start. I'm going to rock, paper, scissors here. Is that what we're going to do? They will start. They will start. They will start. And if we have a match, we will play the match I hope we have a match. We'll see. I hope we have many matches. We're very close to a match. All right. Number 50 for me is one that's probably, I'm guessing, higher on your guys' list, and that is Waken by the Wind from Susan Ashton. Yes. 1991. Her debut CC album, 30 years old. Just love Susan's voice. We've talked about her many, many times. Um, Winker Patrick produced it, um, and it's just a, just a great album. Some of the highlights that I love, I've always loved the song Benediction. Yep. Uh, in Amazing Graceland is one of my favorites. And, of course, Down on My Knees, big radio hit. Yeah. Um, uh, I love the line, I want to taste the fruit I'm missing, and yet I feast only on the bread. Uh, just always love that line. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Susan Ashton. Did we do? For sure. We did. We did a deep dive on this. Yeah, we did a deep dive on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, So I won't say much more, but yeah, number 50 for me. Great album. I don't even skip one song on this album. Yeah, I don't either. I all the way through. Yeah. Nice. I'm totally there with you. All right, Dan, you want to go? All right. uh, 50 for me. I get Myelin and Broken Heart, Crank It Up. Nice. In fact, I was just listening to it on the way over here. Sweet. I was cranking it up. (laughs) You're cranking it up. (laughs) From 1990. It's my highest rated Myelin album. Love all his southern rock stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and, and the slower songs, just great songwriter. Uh, so good. Just, just uh, could probably be higher, maybe. Um, hugely underrated album. Yes. I think. I agree. Um, I'm a big fan. So, uh, don't know who's responsible for this, but the depth of sound on this album is just amazing. Really? Really, really good lows, very clear low tones. Mm-hmm. I don't know, if this, is that the engineer or the mixer or whoever has to do with that? Dave? Yes, yes, or and yes. I think it okay. all kind of plays okay. a part. Yeah. Um, standouts, first six songs are really strong, uh, but even the remaining tracks are really good. Of course, opening track, totally yes. Crank it up. Yep. Uh, it was, you know, just incredible rock start. Denomination, Demolition. Love that one. Fun song. <laughs> uh, New Attitude. That'd be my next go-to. Oh, so great. fun. Um, that's This one, he has Shower the People yep. on it. Oh, James that's right. Uh, from, yeah, the James Taylor remake. Uh, works, he works it, honestly, I think he works it very well. I think he does yeah. a pretty good updated version of it. I agree. Um, and World Changer. Listed as listed as World Challenger on Spotify. Oh, but it's interesting. Changer. Yeah, <laughs> they just changed the names of the songs. Yes, they did. They're yeah. challenged. So there's a little tidbit for you to go back and look at that. World challenge. Challenger. Oops. Yeah, challenged. Um, going home. Great ballad at the end. Uh, so yeah, that's my number fifty. Yeah. Love that album. You pulled that one out when we did our covers. Yep. Uh, and then James you yes. Taylor. James Taylor. Yep. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know, I don't know any Mylon after. This is sad. To, please don't hurt me for this, but I don't know any Mylon after uh, Sheep and Wolf's Clothing. Wow. I know. No. And other than the songs we I played. Think a, lot mm-hmm. of his, a lot of his best stuff is after Sheep. I agree. Sheep. Yeah. yeah. Other than the stuff we played at the station. That's right. all I know. So. Well, and speaking of Z91, uh, Z91 brought this tour to Wichita, Kansas. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I yeah. are probably like a row apart, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even I was it. there. Yes. Yep. I may have been there. Oh, yeah. I was there. All right. Well, good. All right. Well, my number 50, jumping in, this is a Various Artists album from 1992. This is No Compromise, Remembering the Music of Keith Green. Oh, oh so good. Um, yep. This, you know, honestly, as I kind of looked back on this and listened to it, this album had no business being as good as it was. But it is easily one of my favorite Various Artists albums from this time period. Um Keith, and the reason I say it has no business working as well as it does is because Keith Green is just too much himself. He's too Keith Green. It's like, I don't, 
it's not going to sound good if it's not him singing the songs. Yeah. His, sound, mm-hmm. his songs are too much like him. I'm not going to be able to disconnect from the fact that it isn't Keith Green singing this song, and yet this album works. Yep. Um, you can um, go to um, the players. It, it's a who's who. It's Tommy and Jimmy Lee Slos and Tom Hemby and Chris Rodriguez, Lisa Bevel, Vicki Hampton sing on it. Um, and then uh, another thing I noticed, some of these various artists' albums from their, our window, you would get artist pairings that were, wow, that's fascinating, and you wish, and it moved them out of their comfort zone, and you wish, oh, I, that really worked. I wish they'd do more of that. Think like of Kim Hill and Phil Kage on God Rest You Merry Gentlemen from the Art Christmas. That's a great combination. It's not something you'd think of, um, for, uh, for, you know, right off the bat. Or um, uh, Our Family, which had BB and CC, or had BB and Sandy Patty singing He Watches Over You. And mm-hmm. so um, you think, oh, that shouldn't work, but it, it's fantastic. Why right. don't they do more of that? So then th- that kind of thing just hit me again and again, like Love Broke Through, Russ singing with Phil Kage. So good. Um, how about a oh. whole album of that, guys? Yeah. <laughs> how about a whole album of that? Um, Grace By Which I Stand. Steve oh. Green singing in kind of a smoky, smooth, R&B groove. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, how about a whole album of that? Right, yeah. Um, disconnect from Greg Maddox and Greg Nelson and the big orchestras and mm-hmm. do something like this. Plus, it's um, it's produced by Brown Bannister. Yeah. Steve. And, and, Ch- and Charlie. Yeah. Oh, you know, that song. That, yeah. Yeah, that song, yeah. Hey, hey, Steve Green, go do an album with Brown Bannister. Yes, yeah. Um, and Tommy's all over that and one. And Tommy's on it. <laughs> and song. Chris Rodriguez is on it. And Lisa Bevel's on it. Um, I can't believe it. It was just Charlie doing his thing oh, with Tommy's so bass. Good. Yeah, mm. "Asleep in the Light" by Michael Card. Hey, Michael Card, how about a whole album of you doing Keith Green? Right. Yeah. You've got kind of the gravitas to do it. "Summer Snow," which was Susan's song on here, mm-hmm. and usually she's executive produced by Brown, but here it's him producing her directly. Hey, Susan, how, how about a whole album with Brown producing you? Now she did have a distant call. Brown produced that, but right. anyway, and then the last one was, and I always hoped there we would hear more of this, but he passed away, and that's Rich Mullins doing "You Are the One" produced by Charlie. Oh, it was so good! Yeah. Wouldn't it have been great <laughs> yes. to hear Rich Mullins unplugged from Reed Arvin yep. and the yes. whole reunion thing and yep. do something with Charlie? Amazing, oh, that'd been fantastic! Right. So anyway, it's kind of a missed. One of my favorite Rich Mullen songs ever. It, it, absolutely, yeah. so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a bittersweet album of missed opportunities going forward. So that's my number fifty is No Compromise, and I really thought about putting this one a lot higher, but oh, it's I a great it choice. And 92. we talked about it on a previous. Yep. Um, we need to do a deep podcast. dive on this one. This we should would be a good one. We came yeah. close because we talked quite a bit about we it. We didn't yeah. talk a lot about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's bring it back. Yeah, let's do. All right. All right. Dave. 49 for me is one that Derek just mentioned. That's Sheeps and Wolf Clothing, Mylan wow. and Broken Heart. Oh, that 1985. Is, that's amazing. I did that. I was 15 years old. This was my very first Mylan album. I'm yep. sorry, cassette. I got the cassette. Oh. Yeah. Were yep. you shaving by that point? Uh, just barely. Really? Okay. Are you yeah. shaving right now? Just barely. Oh, just barely. Okay. <laughs> so, so. Still just working on a little bit of mustache. Just a little bit. That's a little right. Peach fuzz. <laughs> But the full-on 80s album from the cover, 
you know, to the yes. big hair. I mean, they were just all about the 80s, yeah. and I loved it. Um, great album. The thing I love most about this album is the male vocals and how it's produced. I mean, they're just fantastic. The background vocals, uh, Mylon sounds great. Uh, some of the highlights here, he is strong. Love that. I Will oh, yeah. Rejoice might be the best song in the album yeah. yep. from how it builds up. Just a great song. Yep. Uh, the Warrior is a oh, wonderful that's, ballad. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. That's a good one. And uh, a fun one is Trains Up in the Sky that's as good well. Too. One thing that uh, this album, I think, benefited from was that we there was a few Christian music video programs in this time that you could see like on PTL or TBN. Right. And they played, uh, Milan made several videos from this album and they played all the time on those shows. So like Fire in the Night and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, there weren't too many Christian videos at the time. Mm -hmm. Except all these videos from from this album here, Sheep and Wolves Clothing. That's and, great. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's my choice for number 49. If you want to experience a little bit of 80s rock, there you go. <laughs> like nice. Milan the Febra. Yeah, very good. Mr. Dan. All right, 49, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Heaven in the Real World from 1994. SC so Squared. One. Yes, produced yeah. by SC Squared and Phil Nash. Oh, Phil wow. Nash, okay. or how do you... Right, Phil Nash, yeah. Nash. Uh, of course, got Heaven in the Real World. Crack staff, could you look into how that's pronounced? <laughs> we, we need that. Uh, King of the Jungle, fun yep, one there. That is fun. Dancing with the Dinosaur. It's fun. Well, I don't know if it's held up so much, but it, it's kind of fun. Treasure of You, um, Burn the Ships, Remember the Remember Your Chains. Oh, that's thought, a good that, one. That's a really good one. Um, still listening. So mm -hmm. a lot of good stuff on here. And kind of, I think at the time, kind of ventured out because he has got Mark Eimerman yeah. on there. Yep. Uh, Gleason, Michael Gleason, oh, King Michael of the Gleason. Jungle, sure, back yeah. on vocals. He's mm -hmm. um, got Dan Huff on the guitar yep. and several of them, which, again, I don't remember. Maybe it was before this, so yeah. maybe I'm just talking incorrectly. But Dan Huff on the album is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, as as he always is. So it's great, great Stephen Curtis Chapman album. Yeah, of course he's got a ton of them, but uh, that's number forty nine. For this me. one's awfully good. Yeah. I remember the track "Love and Learn." We we were oh, my yeah. wife Love and I were just sure. getting ready. We were getting ready to be married, and uh -huh. so that song about dealing with anger and conflict in marriage we really took that to heart wow it's a good yeah nice good good song bought this at the uh, better book room in wichita uh, oh yeah and i remember being she in rest line. in peace <laughs> exactly two or three other people had a copy of this at the same time oh and so uh, big one kind of at yeah. the height of his you know popularity yeah yep, yep. Well, that is a good one. That's uh, that will show up on my list again. I think it'll probably be a little higher. I can't remember where I put it, but it's definitely now. It's a good album, but he's looking right into the camera. He is. On the album. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He so does that quite a bit, that, doesn't he? He's what do we that, want to call that? Uh, got that mullet, yeah, mullet going. Yeah, he's but it's a serious look. It's not a, a yeah. super happy yeah, look. He's tilted to the yeah. right a little bit. It's mm -hmm. down and to the right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we'll ponder that. What, <laughs> yeah. what kind of look that is. <laughs> Okay, so number 49 for me is from 1992. This is going to be a big year in this group of 10 and probably a lot of other groups of 10. And that is this album, which I have on CD. Yes. DC uh, Talks, Free at Last. Yes. I know this one's going to be higher for you guys. So. Way. I'm oh, down. I'm, just so you know, I'm down with the DC talk. You are down with the DC. Down with the DC. <laughs> yes. <right? laughs> See, analog Nan stutters. It's got three Ds. D -d down with the DC. It does. <laughs> this is the only DC talk that I really uh, album that I really know. Oh, this okay. Wow. I know Jesus Freak that song and right. maybe one other song from it, but 
This is the only one I really know. This um, is the one where they just exploded. Oh, yes. Just went it off. Just, yeah. It's so good. It's yeah. really good. It's like um, what Whiteheart did when they put out Don't Wait for the Movie times a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, this is DC talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so groundbreaking when it comes out. Um, they just go full on integrating Dan Huff and George Caccini and guitars. And it just, mm-hmm. it's got so many great Dan Huff moments. Also has Jackie Street, the late Jackie Street on bass on a few tracks. Mm. Um, my favorites are Love is a Verb. Man, when that song, that song oh, yeah. never sounded better than on our channel. Yes, oh, Every great. time that would come on, I would smile. Yes. So, and I still think of it for that. Um, I love that kind of girl, say the word, oh. and time is. Oh, Dan Huff is on fire. Love on time is. Yes, time is, yeah. is great. So, And I'm sure that was, I didn't see them on this tour. Did they come here on this tour? Probably, but Three I don't of remember. last. Good question. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. They, they came here with, with Smitty, but I'm not, I can't remember what oh. tour that was. That's yeah, got to be pretty. It's got to remember. Yeah. Because yeah, they were surely headliners at this when this yeah, yeah when out. that came out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um i can just imagine time is being a great live song right? yes mm-hmm. crazy. yeah so, anyway just love this one so good i remember when they are on arsenio and did that song that they did right it's like wow dc yeah. talks on arsenio that's yeah. so cool yes so, and i actually know by heart the uh, rap in jesus is just all right you do yes should we put that as no the sun the the anyway I can't do it because I'm I'm not Toby but (laughs) we're gonna put that as bonus content for all none of our that would be huge yeah so have Robot Dan do it Robot Dan do the rap yes down that's the one down that's the sun (laughs) just like that (laughs) literally just like that pretty darn close perfect great All right, so that's mine, number 49. So Great Dave, choice. 48 for you, Dave. 48. It's a jungle out there. It Be is. Be careful. Mastodon from 1989. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's my number 48, their first album. Uh, this one has got much more of a Kansas sound to it than the next one. I agree. Um, I just So I, good. This album is so good. Yeah, you can just turn it up and play front to back. Uh, this is the day as uh, a highlight for me. Also, uh, Glory Bound. It sounds a lot like Boston. Mm-hmm. Love it. Right hand there. Dave Amato's vocals are just fantastic on right hand. Yep. And uh, the shredding on Wasn't It Love is uh, just awesome as yep. well. So, yep. the Elefante sent one out of the park here. Yeah. Uh, with It's a Jungle out there. My number 48. Oh, so good. Yes. Yeah. With the, uh, let's mark this down. This is another one we need to do a deep dive on. I know we yep. did the comparison where we compared right. the remasters. But I'm ready to do a Mastodon deep dive on oh, something. Either this so or Left Audio. I'm, right. not, I'm not picky. So let's, I'm with you. Okay, it's decided. We have a quorum. All right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 48, right? Yep, 48. 48. 48. 48. Kim Hill, Talk About Life. Well, let's talk about 1989. Yeah, perfect. Um, the album cover uh, is a coveted uh, 3D rating. It's on all of our lists. Mm-hmm. So we all have it in the top 100. Yep. Derek had it at 99. Mm-hmm. Dave had it at 68. I got it at 48. So good. Nice. Yes. Um, a lot of other uh, albums with a coveted 3D in our okay. countdown, by I've the way. I've changed mine a little bit since a year ago. So okay. I didn't change right. anything that was previous. Yeah, but it's got, it's, it, but it's, you probably didn't remove anything. You nah, probably just moved I, it up and down. No, yeah. yeah. Um, this is basically Kim Hill and Whiteheart. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. Is what it is. That's true. Uh, All stars: Gordon Kennedy, Chris McHugh, and the drums. Tommy Sims, Wayne Kirkpatrick on this. Chris Harris, Brown Bannister produced. I mean, wow! They Can't get much out better. All the stops on this. Um, the Kim Hill I love is the rocking 
creative song, Kim Hill. Okay. Yep. So there's a lot of that in here. She has a bunch of uh, mainstream adult contemporary K Shmeshmov type songs, mm. but I'm more about the CHR and kind of the quirky songs. So, so you like talking about life. I do. The title track. The, exactly. Exactly. In, inside of you rocks out of the box. Yep. Number one. Mm-hmm. Right? Stop watching. Listen. Love this song. Tommy Sims bass driven. Yep. Uh, Secret Place, the big radio hit, yep. along with Charmin's Deceitful and Testimony. But I really like everything else on this <laughs> album. Snake in the Grass. Yeah. Oh, love uh, it. Totally. It's written by Wes King, Wayne Kirkpatrick on acoustic guitar. Uh, let's talk about life. Like you said, quirky. Mm-hmm. Love this song. I think it's so interesting. Uh, Patsy Moore has the writing credit. Oh, wow. She, yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. she released an album? Uh, yeah. I can't remember the name of I it. I can't either. The unconditional. But if you, and if you listen to it in your headphones, yeah. you get the bass in the right ear and the drums in the left ear. Oh wow! I think that's yeah. your headphones kind of messing up. Is it? Yeah, oh, that or that or is a short in my or headphones. Got kind <laughs> of <laughs> wax. Too much waxy buildup in one ear. Something um, uh, closer to a broken heart. Turning, I think, is very interesting. It's got this super cool trombone solo by Barry Green in there. Yeah. Um, and of course, then the radio hits testimony and charm is deceitful. Yeah. Um, but love the kim hill and the the interesting quirky even rocking kind of kim yeah. hill for me do which which one do you like better this one or the first album kim hill or um this one the, yeah yeah now yeah. that's interesting because most people put out this amazing yes debut album mm-hmm. and then they slump on the sophomore yes. album right yeah. but i think she got better better and then the third album even oh, better yes even is better the best she's we ever done about that one right later. yeah yes. yeah that one's gonna get a deep dive Yes. Yes. yes amen. Definitely. For sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. So that's that's going to get a deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one we will all have much much higher. All three of us. For yep. sure. So okay. Yeah. Well, good choice. All right. So moving on to number forty-eight. Oh, by the way, Kim Hill. Remember what we used to say? Sometimes we'd have a slip up and we'd call her. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Total slip up. Total we never, slip up. Never purposely did that. Right. We come out of the song. See anyone? That's kill him. I mean. Okay. And now this. Yeah. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. Somebody pound in, bump, jump what in the door that? of the studio. What are you doing? I'm just messing up. Sorry. You know, we're all born sinful. Um, <laughs> so number 48. Um, number 48, going back to 1987 for me, and this is the debut album by a little band called Take Six. Mm. So Take Six's first album. Now, kind of acapella singing is all the rage now with pentatonics. I mean, that's just normal. Yes, yeah. The kids these days love the pentatonics. Those kids. You know, those crazy kids. <laughs> but way before pentatonics... When pentatonics were in diapers, right? Yeah, there was take six in my day. <laughs> yeah, so there was take six. This album just blew my mind when it came out, and yes. it still holds up today. Very. In fact, here it is. There right it is. Here. Oh, you my got a copy. copy. Yes, yeah. my copy right here on CD of Take Six. Um, and if you look at the accolades this band has gotten it's kind of amazing they've taken home eight grammys yes eight grammys yes um 10 dove awards that's wow that's getting up in steven curtis area Mm -hmm. yeah they've won a soul train award and they've been nominated for an naacp image award wow and of course and of course they're on the don henley song new york minute i did not know that that is take six singing in a new york minute really wow so that is take six. That's impressive. Backing up Don Henley. So love this band. I've sung in choirs. I've sung in small ensembles. Uh, 
and singing these close jazz harmonies is difficult. And yeah. these guys just so it. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love Goldmine. I love Spread Love. Um, I love um, A Quiet Place. Um, he Never Sleeps. Oh, so good. So take number 48 from 1987. It's Take Six's debut album. And that was number 71 on my list. Oh, okay. So. That's right. So nice. Take Six. There it is. Good stuff. Yep. There it is. All right, 47. Moving yep. on to 47. 47. This album reminds me of our old station, uh, Z91, every yes. time I listen to it. And may that she would rest be, in peace. May she rest in peace. <laughs> Man with a Mission, The Allies. Oh, oh yeah. From yep. 1992. I wonder why. Dan is, <laughs> Dan is squirming in his seat. He's so yes, happy. Exactly. Uh, might have something to do with uh, how often we played it because Dan was the program director. Yep. Yeah. He was. We're playing Allies. Yeah. And. Uh, this here is just a, you get a little bit of everything. With every Allies album, you get a little bit of R&B. You get a little bit of rock. You get a bit of little, maybe a little bit of blues. It's just, uh, that's what makes them great, in my opinion. Um, I love the title track, Man with a Mission. We played a lot of that. Grand Facade is great. Love of Heaven, beautiful song. Deepest Part of Me. And then I do like this song. I know Derek doesn't like it. And I, I think Feather in Your Cap is just a fun oh, so good. song. Uh, yes, I love it. Uh, Sounded a lot of fun on the air, too. So that's fun. That's one I yeah. grimace. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what about Devoted speaking to of, You? Uh, speaking oh, of, that's a good one, too. Oh, yeah, yes, good. very good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Feather in Your Cap, uh, there's a Wheel of Fortune episode where there's three contestants, and they've gotten it down to, it says, Feather in your cap. Right. Nobody could say it. Nobody nobody wow. figured out nobody figured out the puzzle. Feather in your lap. It was just missing the It was missing like two letters. It was feather in your lap. Lap. Feather in your map. Really? Fe- and like, nobody knew that phrase. Nobody knew wow. that phrase. And I've so wanted to make like a YouTube video out of it. And just and have Bar- Bob Carlisle saying, Feather in your cap. And then they're guessing, Feather in your lap. Feather in your cap. <laughs> and just go back and forth. <laughs> That would have been fantastic. I think they say "feather in your cap." I don't know sixty times oh, in that song. It's all over that song, yeah. at least. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's seared into my brain. Right. Yeah. So when I saw that on Wheel of Fortune, I thought "feather in your cap." Yeah, that's great. And they didn't know it. You can hit us up on social media if you want to know why You'll I don't like that, that song. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll respond over there. <laughs> so yeah. right, there and, all, and I love Allies. And of all the albums, this one's not on my list in the top one hundred. Only because I had to limit it. Right. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like other law, other allies songs, but yeah, yeah. gotcha. Because it'd be top ten would be White Heart, then allies, then allies. Twenty would be allies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. John Gibson mix in there. <laughs> yes, <somewhere>. exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. All right, Dan. 47. All right, number forty-seven. We are going to play. Let, guess that album. All right. Well, okay. so I'm going to give we you. We are. A, you're not the boss of me. I don't have to do that. <laughs> well, then Robot Dan. Will. Okay, Robot Dan. Um, I'm boss of him. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a quote here, and you s- try to guess that album. Okay. All right. You probably won't have any idea, but I'm gonna. Allies right, so, feather in your cap. All right. So. Oh. No. No. Any older. I have. No I've got idea. nothing. <laughs> what? All right. One more time. Any older. Um, See, some people are gonna know that out there. Man, um, analog Dan kind of C- sounds like Robot Dan. BB and CC Winans Heaven album. But what song? And there, and that song is. Uh, well, heaven. Oh, okay. Right? But is it? Is it in? Yeah. Okay. It's in the song. So huh. it, it about at about a minute and thirteen in the what? song. If you want to compare my version to BB's, go to one minute and thirteen seconds into that song, and he and at the very low tone, he <laughs> says, "Any older." 
I don't know why. What, what is Man. what is he saying? And Yoda? Uh, any old? Any older? I don't any know. Any Yoda? older? Yeah. Some someone's gonna comment it's like on an Easter egg for sure. But it yeah, is? it's an Easter egg. So <laughs> it's got heaven's got that song has 1.6 million plays. Really? On Spotify. Just because of that? Yeah. Okay. Probably any, because yeah. of that. Yeah. Any Yoda? Yeah. Any Yoda? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> another. It's another great pairing. BBCC Winans, Keith Thomas, the producer. This album became the first gospel artist to see their album reach number one in the billboard sales charts in 1988 mm. yeah yeah and uh, they won a 1990 dove award uh naacp image award we just talked you know, 1990 yep. soul train music award best gospel album uh and the standouts are you know if i put them on my imaginary station heaven of course with yeah the old uh, and celebrate yoda <laughs> <laughs> They were way ahead of their time. They were talking about Yoda. Right. Um, celebrate New Life. Something. Lost Without You. And just and, and the song You. Right? Yeah. That, that's a, that's a great, great song. Yeah. Now, Celebrate New Life, if you haven't heard it, when you have you know Whitney Houston in the background vocals, yep. you can't go wrong. No. So, so good. Look up the live performance on YouTube of this. BB is just so cool. And he says, and Yoda. And Yoda. And Yoda. So Whitney's on two songs on this, right? It's um, Hold Up the Light and Yes, and then Hold Up the Light. Yep. So uh, Whitney's got 207,000 plays. It should be like 3.6 million or more. Yeah, you would think. uh, uh, YouTube uh, 1989 Soul Train Awards. If you search that song with Whitney, absolutely just gives me the chills. One of my all-time favorite BB and CC songs. Yeah. and we've got Lost Without You, 3.6 million. The mm-hmm. most on the album is, is that song. Most plays from that album Lost is on that song. Lost Without You is uh-huh. the most. Lost Without Interesting. You. Interesting. I could listen to this one forever. Oh, yeah. It's just so smooth and good. Uh, we got uh, co-written by Mervyn Warren, Claude McKnight from Take Six. Take Six. We just talked yep. about them, yep. right? Yep. Uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water, remake of the, that popular song. Yeah. Uh, love BB and CC, but not so much this version of this song yeah. mm-hmm. but i do you know love them uh on here uh heaven the heavenly dub remix that's right oh. the on, end. On, on later releases on spotify yep. uh that's on track number 11 yep. it's not in the original cd um and if i could rename the song it'd be not so heavenly dub because no. <laughs> i don't know it just didn't hit me with, with it says with either Yoda. And Yoda. And Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it's just not just not something that hits me. But the rest of it, so good. Um, and then, so we're going to time out for a second. Okay. So in episode 41 of our podcast, yeah. we were doing 60 through 51, BB and CC's different lifestyles. And we talked about that. Right. In, in your mix. And, and I'll Take You There was one of the songs we talked about when we talked about Mavis Staples. Uh-huh. And uh, I think you'd mentioned, so we got to go back a year. I think you mentioned oh man she sounds so good uh when when she was alive yeah. and then but a uh, listener brian said she does sound so good and she's still alive <laughs> so, <laughs> so she said he says listen to your latest episode and counting down your 100 albums uh we said i'll take you there with mavis tables before she died it's technically true after all it's hard to record with someone after they die but it's also true that mavis is still not dead <laughs> so, yeah. i forgot brian? about that that's brian uh-huh Brian, that's Brian. I, you know I like a good wit, and you got it. So yes, thanks, there Brian. You go. Yes, yep. you win, so buddy. He says she's still very active in recording, and actually, uh, 2010, you are not alone. CD won a Grammy in the Best Americana Album wow. category. Wow, okay. look at that. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, so there you go. 
She's 83 years old. So All right, that. Mavis so, Staples. Thank you, Brian. Yep, thank you, Brian. Way to go, Brian. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Emmy Oda. All right. Emmy Oda. Oda. You got to do it that way. So I guess we're on to my number 47, and it's not from 1992. It's from 1994, and it is Lisa Bevel with All Because of You, her follow-up to My Freedom. Mm. So interesting to think back and the way... Uh, Sparrow Vireo positioned Lisa Bevel and Word positioned Cindy Morgan as kind of dance pop artists. Right. Yep. And then what they would go on to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cindy Morgan very much became kind of a singer-songwriter uh, vibe. And then Lisa Bevel kind of became more, uh, oh, what we kind of, uh, AC, more, more of an adult contemporary type artist. Yep. Um, and so, but this second album is still... Um, kind of uncomfortably in the pop diva, but I think there's a lot of departures from that. So I don't know if you guys are as familiar with this album as you are with My Freedom. Mm-mm. So executive produced by Brown, but really the hands-on producers were Charlie Peacock and Tommy Sims. Yes. Oh. Okay. And so Tommy is all over this album. This is This is like one of the unknown great Tommy Sims albums. Yes. Um, Sunshine and Joy is a fantastic. I still come back and listen to that song. Um, Hold on. Was Hold on. That's the one I love. There was a music video for that. Yes. Really? It got cre- played on Christian videos quite a bit. Quite a bit. There's a great song called The First Uncloudy Day, No Condemnation. Yep, No Condemnation. Um, and then one. Never Could. That is a Tommy fest. Okay. So oh. if you're a fan of Tommy Sims' bass, check out the song Never Could and put in some good headphones or earbuds. And Tommy just, they just let him go nuts. All right. So it's so good. So in in some ways, I kind of like this album better than the other one, just because that one's kind of geared toward teens and young adults. And it, it works great for that, but I'm pushing 55. So I'm not a teen or a young adult right. anymore. So I don't need to worry about being alone with some woman because I'm married. So right, right. anyway, don't need chaperones anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so I like this album a little bit better, yeah. but they're both fantastic. So that's mine. 47, all because of you. From Hold on was written by Tommy. Sims. That's right. Oh, yeah. And okay. he sings, um, he kind of does a duet with her. Yes. Yeah. So. And in the music video, he's all he's over in it. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He sure looks is. great too. So yep. musically, is this like more adult contemporary than my freedom? No, it's, it's got dance pop elements. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But they they're really kind of tamed back. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. Not of, so overproduced. No. Yes. Yeah. The, all right. Yeah. Of I love it's o- I love overproduced, so that's why I like my freedom. <laughs> the yep. more grease on it, yeah. the better. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Good. Yep. There you go. All right. Number forty six, and this 46. is one we've mentioned, and I know it's going to be higher on your guys' list, and that is uh, Braveheart, Kim Hill, nineteen ninety one. Oh yeah, uh-huh. way up there. Just uh, we've talked about, we've touched on this album, and um, it's. Fantastic. Yep. Brown produced, of course. All sorts of great players. Wes King, Gordon Kennedy, the aforementioned Tommy Sims, mm-hmm. Mark Heimerman, Wayne Kirkpatrick, Chris Harris. The list goes on and on. I love Round and Round. Love Satisfied. That was the big radio hit. Yep. Uh, Don't Face the World Alone. Um, this is, uh, as we've mentioned, her peak album. Yeah. And uh, it's just a great listen. Front There's not a bad song There's on this not. album. There's not. No. There really isn't. No. Yeah. Uh, you can't get it on streaming still, right? Or is can that, you? Correct. Can't get it. Still can't get no. it. So unfortunate. Come on, if, reunion. If someone out there has some pull, 
Get that on yes. Spotify. So, can I just somebody call one eight hundred reunion? Just call them and tell them to put it on Spotify. Make Robot Dan do it. One eight hundred reunion. <laughs> That'll get us there. <laughs> nice. Crack research staff getting right on that. They're working all over it. <laughs> the operators are not standing by. <laughs> I will wait. That's another great one. Yes, oh, yeah. it is. To close it out. Yep. It was again. Interesting. I love the interesting songs yep. of Kim Hill. Do you like the like hidden that. track where she gets up too high and can't sing? Yes. Yep. That's, That's so funny. Good. That's so good. So you can listen to this on YouTube. Yeah. I should have yeah. right. finished my, yeah, mm-hmm. listen to it on YouTube, but uh, you can't get on streaming mm-hmm. for, as of now, but I'm sure once we p- apply some pressure, yeah, you can listen to Kim 1-800 Hill. 1-800-REUNION. 1-800-REUNION. Or you can just borrow my copy. You know, it's, it's, oh, right it's up there. there. It's up there. It's, it's up there. there. Yep. It's up there. It's up there. Yep. yep. Braveheart. Yep. All right. There you go. So good. Round and round. Oh, oh so good yeah, for sure. Uh, number forty-six for me, Michael W. Smith's "Eye to Eye." Eye right. to Princey, <laughs> Eye Princey. Yes, yeah, very well, very, very different well done. Back then. Yep. Uh, Dan Alf, Mike Brigonello, Tom Hemby, Wayne Kirkpatrick, Paul Liam. Huge, huge uh, deduction for production, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Same really? here. Yeah, it just sounds very. I don't know, muted or something. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, again, the engineering or whatever on it. Oh, to me, I was literally just listening to it today and liked it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Just compared to what he came from. Yes. With Big Picture, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, it. I but, have the same problem with the album. I mean, it, it keeps it lower on my list too, just because of that. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. So uh, number one song, Hand, Hand of Providence. Great song, Corsica and Ambition. A weird album it. starter, though. Yeah, it we is. talked about that. That is yeah. an interesting one. Yeah, because it the, had the, the tracking of this album is strange. Because it had the um, that's the harmonica, right? It mm-hmm. starts with hand, Providence. Oh, and he hold on. We're combining albums now. BB played harmonica on this album. Uh, if, if only we could play the music. Right. That's what everybody out there is thinking right now. Yes. Please just play Why the music. Why don't they just play the music? Because we can't. Because we can't. We'll get a call from 1-800-REUNION. That's right. And that's the end of the podcast. And that's that's right. your podcast. And that's a wrap. That's but right. yeah, he comes out of this really overproduced 80s album, Big yeah. Picture. And then this one starts with bop, bop, bop. Number three was on the other side. Love that song. Um, all you're missing is a heartache. Another one just I don't. I like all the songs on here. All yeah. you're missing is a heartache. Great. Uh, I miss the way live and learn. Love going to that one. I listen yeah. to that one frequently. I hear Leisha. Mm-hmm. Um, help you find your way. Another just fun song. Maybe skip Ashton just because it's. it's Mm-hmm. It's just instrumental. Tied to Frank Peretti. Um, yeah, right. Uh, the Throne's fun. Pray for me. You know, yep. Just yep. a good way to close it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So great album. Love it. Forty six. Okay. Other other side is probably a top three Smitty song for me. One of oh, my favorites. Yeah. yeah so good. love it. Yeah. yeah. And then of course you've got Michael Sweet and Oz Fox on All Your Misses is a Heartache. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yes, yep. that's right. Yeah. Yep. That okay. So, um, we need to. Go ahead and promise each other we'll do a deep dive on this, and we'll really flesh out the production angle sure. on this. Yep. Right, sounds good. All right. All, right. All right, so I want before I get on to my next one, my number forty six. I want to mention at forty seven all because of you, Lisa Bevel, right oh, here. Oh, you got I it. I have it. Yes, I've got it right here. Nice. So, it's up there. This is what. Can I touch it? Yeah, you. Can. No, no, give it back now. Oh, yeah, give it back now. No, there. Uh, put that over there where you can't get it. I don't get to see those very often. No. Yeah, I'm a took those. They did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a 
Number 46 for me is um, an album that actually had two different releases. Um, it was released in 1986 and re-released in 1994. It's Phil Kagey's Way Back Home. This is my second Phil Kagey album. Had Find Me In These Fields, I think, was another one that I had. Mm -hmm. yep. So um, this one is at number 46 for me. It was released in 1986 on vinyl and cassette only. I had that album. Ima did not take it, mm. but some idiot named with named Schmerick um, left it in his um, left it on his dashboard in the middle of summer. Oh no! And I came back out after a day at work, and it was wavy. It was oh no! So yeah. there was no coming back. Couldn't fit it in the little CD slot. No, anymore. no, no. I could probably put it in there, but that'd be the last that <laughs> that's that, right. that thing ever play. accepted. <laughs> yeah. So I had to toss that, but. When Phil released it in 1994, I have it right here. There it is. Because I've got it. I just want um, to touch it. Yeah, no, no, give that back. Give that back. Oh, there no, it is. No, got it. Thank back. you. No. It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. So, no, it's actually, it's right here right now. It's <laughs> right here in my hand. Yeah. And so the nice thing is, Phil's been going back. If you're a Phil Kagey fan, you know this. But if you're not, or if you just haven't been paying attention, Kagey has started a Bandcamp page, philkagey.bandcamp.com, and he's been re-releasing all of his stuff in digital like you can go and buy the files and they're like full range audio you're getting not a compressed file but like a full wave file so and then you can compress it yourself but anyway so this version the 1994 version that i own on cd is there as well as the one from 1986 which sounds a little different so my favorites on here are a new star let everything else go once i prayed uh, Noah's song, Maker of the Universe. Oh, so good. Maker of the Universe. And then Here and Now, which was in My Wife, Nicole's, and My Wedding. Oh, so nice. We had a Phil Kagey song in our wedding. It was Here and Now. It's a, it's about, it's a song that Phil wrote for some friends that were getting married. So we had it on our wedding. Nice. And uh, my friend sang it so and played guitar. So that's me at number 46 with my second Kagey. And I may have broke a rule later and added... You did. A third. <laughs> you did. And maybe a fourth. <laughs> maybe a fourth. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a fifth. No, it's, I'm good. No, no. Anyway, that's my number 46. So, Dave, 45. 45. We almost had a match. Halfway. Almost had a match with Dan. Uh, oh. My 45 is Heaven in the Real World. Oh. Stephen oh, Curtis Chapel, 1994. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's our match theme. Oh, Hello, stars. Almost a match. <laughs> almost a match. Almost. <laughs> Uh, we talked about this, you know, just a little bit ago. Great Stephen album. Um, we, I have all the same songs here, except for Facts or Facts. Wait, you have the same songs? Oh, yeah, Facts or Facts is a great song. Facts or oh, Facts, yeah, facts is or fun. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the only that's one fun. we didn't talk about that's earlier. That's true. And it's spelled F-A-X. R-F-A-X. Just the facts. It's about fax machines. <laughs> fax machines. Yeah, it's about fax. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are going, Meoda. What's a fax machine? What's a fax machine? Yeah. Meoda. Meoda. <laughs> All right. Uh, Heaven and Real World, number 45. For me, and it was what for you, Dan? 48. 48. Yeah. Yep. A near match. A near match. Yep. yep. So close. All right. All right. Very cool. Very 49. Excuse me. 49. 49. It's like, wait, what's 49. Nice. Uh, um, all right. Number Dan? 45. I get to talk about this one before you guys do, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we won't be near that. Uh, Heart in Motion. 
Amy Grant, 1991. Yeah. Yes. So iconic, iconic album. Tens of millions of plays on Spotify, of course. The top one being Hats. Uh, yes. Yeah. An absolute <laughs> all-star cast, right? <laughs> yeah, Producer, sure. Producers are Brown Bannister, Keith Thomas, Michael Amartian. Uh, credits just read like a who's who uh, on the album. Uh, third most played song is of Amy's the whole time is Every Heartbeat. From this album, mm-hmm. 2.2 million plays. Baby Baby, it's 28.6 million. So Good 10 grief. times every heartbeat. Uh, oh. Number two most played on Spotify is That's What Love Is For, for mm-hmm. 4.6 mm-hmm. million. So, uh, again, the radio hits, the, the ones that are out there, great. I still like the ones that aren't on the radio. Oh, yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah. Ask Me, yep. oh, man, so good. We played that. Yes. We played yeah. a, that a lot. Yes. That a lot. What yeah. a tough, tough song. Yeah, totally. Right? Deals with a heavy subject. Yeah. Still can't hear the song without really kind of tearing up a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Galileo, whew, not my favorite. No. Nope. But my absolute favorite, You're Not, not Alone. alone. Yep, yes. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Huff, Gordon Kennedy, both on guitar. Yep. yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. So good. But yeah, I would play, I would play that one like crazy yeah. hats obviously we talked about that eek not my favorite yeah. i remember you fourth most on this is album. that right mm-hmm. played in this album 1.9 million plays yeah. so well, how can we see that far hopes that high great good for me right from the start i like that yeah one. that's like a good that one a lot. yeah so that's yeah. because you drive like mario andretti that's, <laughs> that's why you right. like that. that's right you and robot dan drive like mario andretti <laughs> the album does not start off beep, beep. No, it does not. That's right. Not start off that way. So number forty-five, Heart Motion, Amy Grant. And how much did you say, Baby Baby has? How many streams? Twenty-eight point six million. That's crazy. And for that, Spotify probably cut Amy a check for four dollars and fifty cents. Maybe right. If that. Yeah. For those twenty-nine million plays, here's a check for a dollar. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby, baby. All right. Number 45 for me um, is from 1991, and I guarantee you that none of you guys have this album on your top 100. Yes, for sure. And that is Songs from Bright Avenue by Bob Bennett. Oh, yeah. Don't have it. No Bob Bennett. Yeah. I would love to interview Bob Bennett um, about his journey in the Christian music um, industry because he's been really open about how difficult it's been for him. So I'd love to interview him, but so Bob, if you're listening, dial one eight hundred friends phone and we'll talk. Um, that's first doctor reunion one eight hundred reunion. No, he wasn't on reunion. That's a different uh, <laughs> number. <laughs> Operators not standing by because they're all asleep. <laughs> and here's the story on this. So if Lyman's listening, Lyman James, our old uh, general manager with Lights ninety nine, right. KTL Consummate Pro. Consummate yes. Pro. Legend. Yep. Legend. Yep. Friend of the podcast. He is. Fan of the podcast. Yep. This showed up on his desk uh, from the record company. And I worked the overnight shift, so I wandered into Lyman's. I think I had to leave a log sheet or something for him, and I noticed this CD laying there. And I was intrigued by the cover. And I liked an earlier song by Bob Bennett called A Song About Baseball, which is a great song about Bob hmm. Bennett remembering when he played baseball and his dad loved him, and it was a really great song. Not about facts? Nope. Not okay. about hats, either. Okay. <laughs> hats or facts. <laughs> and so I was intrigued by the album's title, Songs from Bright Avenue, and one of the song titles, when I flipped the CD over, 
called No Such Thing as Divorce. And so I know I knew there was zero chance the station was going to play this album. So um, I stole it. Ah, and ooh, here uh-oh. it is today, uh-oh. Lyman. So wow. Uh, Another yeah. reason for the end of the podcast. Yes, uh, yep. it's been fun. It's so you, been, you were you were Rob Er. I was. I pilfered that, that? one CD <laughs> from Lyman's stash, and I admitted it. So okay. I'm coming clean. Does it have a Light 99 sticker on it? it? Does not. He oh. hadn't even listened to it yet. Unfortunate. Up. Oh. So no. So I still have the copy. Um, and honestly, it helped me understand divorce, and uh, knew that I didn't want to go there because this is his divorce album, and it's produced mm. by Jonathan David Brown. Oh, Petra. So, okay. anyway, love songs like "No Such Thing as Divorce," "The Doing of the Thing," and "I'm Still Alive Tonight." So, if you like singer songwriter, real introspective, that's the difference between the two D's and me. They're the rockers. I'm the James Taylor, singer-songwriter mm-hmm. type. So that's uh, Bob Bennett's right in my wheelhouse. So number 45 for me, Songs from Bright Avenue by Bob Bennett. Nice. So, yep, and it's going back over there. Nice. All right. I just want to preface, I at no time stole any of my picks on my list. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank so you. So I yeah. just want to point that out. That uh, Yeah. yeah so. Well, you know, that's that's the thing is these, these <laughs> are you, are albums. Are you human, Dave? These albums human? show up all the time. You, you'd go and it's and it's a, and you'd go, oh, I really want to buy a copy of uh, Seal's first album. And it would you'd say, for record promotion only. Yeah. Do not sell. Right, right, and right. You knew somebody yeah. from some radio station yes. had gotten a whole bunch of stuff from the label and taken it down to yesterday's discs or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. Sold it. Yes, so, yep. Anyway, I've got a bunch of them up there that say that. Yeah. So, anyway. Nice. Yeah. All right, we're on 44. Is yes, that right? 44. 44. All right, uh, this is going to be uh, Rich Mullins' debut album from 1986. Wow. wow. I didn't yeah. see that one coming. I didn't With him wearing the uh, sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh. It says his name on it. Yep. Uh, classic cover, and of course, a great debut. Bought this one at the Better Book Room, Ma- ma- mainly because of the uh, the cover. I thought it's an interesting cover. Yeah, hmm. I'm gonna listen. I listened to it in the listening area. Yep. liked it. Yeah, uh, songs on here that are just great. Elijah, Place to Stand, Few Good Men, Nothing mm-hmm. But a Miracle. Yeah, um, just a great album from Rich. And um, yeah, 1986 his debut. Got him at 44. Did you use your stickers, your four stickers to get this? Or no. Yeah. No. Saw so the album cover and just I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna give this guy a listen. In. So I went and listened. I'm like, hey, yeah. this is really good. Yeah. I like it when you get that one uh clerk at the Better Book Room who would let you combine stickers. Yes. So you had a yes. sparrow, a Benson, and two reunions. But that yes. was rare. That was rare. You had to time it. Yes. You yeah. had to call down and get the schedules. Right. Is, is Sally working? Oh, great. She's the one. I'll be there. Is Andrew working? Oh, I don't want to go down when Andrew's working. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. making names up. <laughs> right, right. Well, and then there were some times where you'd have four stickers, and it was one free with four, right? Right. So you get the give them the free one, and they would keep that sticker. I'm like, I Wait a minute. that, yes. I get to keep that sticker. Oh, and here's yeah. the other thing. When they would take the sticker they were keeping, yeah. and they would like cut it out yes. with a pin, and they gouge your jewel <laughs> right. box. Right. Could you just dig that pin anymore into something <laughs> I just paid $20 for? Yes. yes. <laughs> please keep digging. Yeah, please yeah. just... You should, yeah, and when you see sparks fly, just, just stop. Yeah, yeah. No, just know you're doing a good job. Look at that. I started a fire. Right. You did it. Oh, my gosh. All right, number 44 for me, John Gibson, Body and Soul. Here's the Stevie Wonder. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Very funk, 
pop soul thing. I love a lot of John Gibson. He's very different. Not the usual Nashville players with him. Yep, Stevie Wonder plays harmonica on Have a Talk with God because it's a remake yep. of Stevie Wonder's song called Have a Talk with God from yep. 1976. Yeah. Um, songs in the Key of Life, which also has Sir Duke and I Wish and stuff on yeah. it. Right? Uh, standouts for me are Heart of Gold. Love that one. By the- Blondie. Uh, that's Heart of Glass, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Close. This is Heart of Gold. Okay. Uh, in the Name of the Cross Lord. Cross of Gold by Michael Lewis. Oh, wait, it's Cross of Gold. Yeah. yeah. In the Name of the Lord, uh, Father, Father, have a talk yeah, with right. God. That's on here, yeah. Have a talk. And everyone needs the Lord. Okay. So really, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, and like I said, just different because it's not the usual. When I heard it, I was like, well, this is really different, yeah. but mm-hmm. really fun to listen to. You know, you bring up a great point with this album. I remember playing a ton of, th- so think about, over the course of this 100 list that we've done, um, we've said, oh, I remember playing a ton of Whiteheart. I remember mm-hmm. playing a ton of Petra. I remember playing a ton of BB and CC. Mm-hmm. I remember playing a ton of John Gibson. Mm-hmm. That's what I loved about our station. We didn't say, this is, oh, we can't play R&B. We're a rock station. Mm-hmm. We played a ton of BB and CC. Sounded good. Yeah, it <laughs> really good. Yeah. It sounded we played great. what sounded good. Right. Yep. It, yeah. right. It sounded just fine to come out of let it go into heaven yeah because he mm-hmm. said what did he say what did bb say any old uh, <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right but i just love that about our station right that we were so kind of big tentish that we, we did that <laughs> what there was what there it is I, Sorry, I had to play that quick, quick, quick clip right there. Well, we just got demonetized. All, we did. All that, zero that, dollars did. we were going to make from this episode. Or what was it on. like 29 million plays to do that, didn't we? Yeah. Four what does that play? What does it say backwards, I wonder? I don't know. Why are you looking for the devil when you should be looking for the Lord? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, what, that's another band. <laughs> Wait, that's right. <laughs> BB and CeCe Hartman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> BBX Volts. There you go. All right, good well, choice. Forty-four, Derek. Forty-four. Let's bring this plane in for landing. Um, ninety-two. I told you we were going to be in ninety-two a lot. This one, um, and that is the debut album by your friends and my friends, PFR. Pray oh, for Rain. Nice. And here it is. There it is. Yep. 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 All right, I, gotta yeah, I got to touch that one too. There it is. It's, it's a, it. That is a great. Is. That's a great album. Got it. So, yep. Um, <sighs> We have to do a deep dive on this one too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just we just do. Um, I you're you're gonna reveal one I think here in a little bit that reminds you of me. This album reminds me of you. Dan. Oh okay. And the reason is you played this in your in your uh, office at the station, and I was putzing around in the studio doing whatever I did. Derek, come in here. You got to hear this. Oh, this is so and, good. And we, you played, I think, Do You Want to Know Love, which was yes. the lead single. And I was like, that is amazing. Got that to be on the air. Yep. Immediately. Right. So yep. different from anything else we were playing. Yes. And it still sounds great. This album and all their stuff, I think their sound has aged as well as any artist from our window. Mm-hmm. That that we have. I mean, what a fun, audacious debut album. So I just love PFR, and they kind of went from strength to strength. I love Goldie. I love Great Length. Yep. I wish 
Great Lengths is maybe my favorite PFR album, mm-hmm. and I sure wish I'd been in radio when Great Lengths come out because I would have. We had a lot of fun playing all those mm-hmm. songs. Yep. Merry Go Round, The Love I Know, but this is a great one. We played uh, Didn't He. Um, do you want to know love? Let go. Boy, we played a <laughs> so bunch. much stuff off this album. Yeah. So that made my number forty-four. PFR, pray for rain from nineteen ninety-two. Nice. Yeah. And Jimmy Lee Slos was producer on, yeah. right. on a lot of it. Yep. Um, yep. And I thought he did a great job. Oh, I don't yeah. know why he didn't do more. Right. All of the Vireo artists were amazing. Yes. So mm-hmm. Lisa Bevel, PFR, and Dogs of Peace, which fall yeah. outside of our window. Barely. But we might have to break our window to do a deep dive on Dogs of Peace. <laughs> I think it's only one year out, though. I think it's 96. Yeah. So it might be like a, and your, your um, third day. Yeah, third that's down. right. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to figure out a way to make it sound like it, actually released in 95. They exactly. thought about putting it out in 95. Is that anything? Yeah, yeah. that counts. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It counts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of PFR news. Yes. They are... Uh, Waiting outside? They are not. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. That's... Not that good news. But they uh, they got together recently and did a show. I can't remember where it was. Mm. And it went so well. Now they planned another show. They're going to do in Nashville in the spring. Really? PFR and Lee Nash from Six Pits Another Richer is opening. Is she married to one of the opening? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, she's opening for them? Yeah. Wow. As a solo artist? Yep. And so they're playing in Nashville. So they're going to play a show, kind of a one off there in Nashville. And. if, follow them on Instagram. They have a very active account now, okay. and you can see some of the performances from that show, and they still sound amazing. Yeah. Do I sense a uh, CCM and 3D road trip coming on? In I do. Spring? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, too. That's good. Kinda, so if any yeah. of you want to send into our Patreon account, which doesn't exist, um, <laughs> you can fund our road trip to go see PFR. We'll just bring them here. Okay. Faith Metro Church. It's on. Wait, we've already done that. That's true, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, well. I'll need at least $3 for some zingers. Okay. From the convenience store to take on the road. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody drink Yoohoo? I'll bring a six pack of Yoohoo. You got the Yoohoo? Yoohoo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving on. 43, I believe, is where we are now. And this is uh, an album from 1987. This year's model from oh, the Imperials. Yes. We've way done way deep dive yes. on this. And it's not your parents' Imperials. No. It's this Finding Armand Imperials. It's Finding Armand Imperials. <laughs> yes. uh, the, the song that I always remember from this album, uh, For Good or Worse, is Power of God. Because yes. I had kind of not listened to the Imperials for a long time. And this came out, that song was becoming popular. And I heard it on the radio, and I'm like, that's a really good song. Who is that? <laughs> really good song, uh. man. Turns out it was the Imperials. Yep. Also, the theme for the Power Team, John Jacobs and the Power Team. Yes. Derek, I know you were a big fan. Oh, huge fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave um, no phone book unripped. Exactly. <laughs> Fallen, another great song. Warriors, how do I get to you? Just, uh, you know, like I said, we've deep dive, or we've had deep dive on this, and it's a, just a great uh, Imperials album. Yep. I and became w- a fan later um, of the album. So. Well, you were a fan of the Rust Half Imperials. Yes. And then you lost interest after Paul Smith came in? No, I, I liked the Paul Smith albums, and then I just kind of, for whatever reason, yeah. fell out of touch with went, the Imperials. Went on to other things. Yeah, went on to other things. Yeah. I got it. So okay. I, think, I think my first Imperials album, actually, I know my first Imperials album, was this one. Yeah. Okay. So then I was like, oh, I love this. And I went back to go backwards yeah. in time to find other albums. Not anything like this. No, <laughs> no, 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 no
What's 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 closest Trumpet was Jesus. "Let the Wind Blow." Yeah, just yeah. before this one, right. which was great. Brown Bannister yeah. album. Yep. Yeah. And then, but before that, it was like, oh, uh, well, okay, I like this Imperials. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> then I waited for the next one to come out, "Free the Fire." Yep, which was good. So that's a good, good. one. Yep. And but yeah, I listened. To, I listened to this song, this album, over and oh, over yeah. and over. This is way, way higher. Yeah, uh, mine, mine is up there. there. That's yeah. up there. Right. Yeah. You forgot to mention the coolest thing about the album cover. The album this. cover. They yeah. discovered ahead of time. COVID. COVID is on actually on the album cover. Yeah, I think yeah. that's we discovered. We broke that news. We did. CCM and 3D broke that news. Bup, 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 yeah. bup, and then we fixed news. it. And we fixed it after we broke it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good stuff. What do you got, Dan? All right, number 43, right? Yep. Okay, this is my super secret surprise album. Ooh. Probably never heard of these guys. What? Uh, but I know you guys have, but Noisy maybe some of our audience have it. So one, one to discover from 1992, also in your 92 yeah. round, yeah. Rhythm House. Yep. It's up there. It's up there. Wow. Number 43 on my list. Up there. And if you haven't heard of these guys, you got to go back and listen. It's a Tommy Sims produced album. Yes. Marvin Sims on the drums. Is he a nephew or? I don't know. There's a I, relation. Yeah. But I think it's like a nephew or niece. I don't know what it is. Or nephew or cousin or something. But people you haven't really ever heard of. Or I'd never heard of. No. And I still don't know. Keith Emerson, Charlie Huene, Hune, I don't know if pronounce his last name. Kevin... Sowers, yep. Dave Innes, uh, Jeff Pummel. So uh, people I really heard of bought the album. Fantastic. Comes out with I Believe, mm-hmm. um, One by One, The Promise, Make It Right. Uh, the 10th track in the book, or uh, called Big Book, is the most played track on the album. Yeah. On Spotify. Hmm. It's not played a lot on Spotify. So it is on Spotify. <laughs> but it is on Spotify. Okay. And Big Book, it sounds a lot like Morris Day in the time. Mm-hmm. That Jungle Love. Jungle Love. Not in there. But uh, yeah, so it's got that feel. It's got that vibe. But it's just, it's so good. It's just, it's so different. Some of you got to wait a little bit. It's like the payoff comes at the chorus. Yep. Almost every song. Huh. It, 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 then it swings in and you're like, oh, this has really got yeah. me. Yep. Um, so in Tommy Sims. Produced, so it's it's got very funky rock, a little bit of jazz in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, so very good. Yeah. I think you'd really enjoy it if you take a listen. Yeah. Do you know this one, Dave? I do not. You I'm gonna have to listen. Yeah. I've heard you guys talk about this several times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really fun. I'd, wow. I wouldn't mind doing a deep dive on this someday. Even I, their ballads are pretty. Oh, fun. their ballads are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great album. Huh. I there are very few songs on this album I skip. Yeah. I like same. almost everything. Yeah. So oh. yeah, it's that good. Um, Murr Records, right? I think it was on Murr. Uh, that's a good question. Let's see. I think that's right. And produced by Dan Postuma. Yep. Murr. Produced by okay. Dan Postuma, who I think produced uh, Anonymous Confessions. Yep. Brian D. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, number 43. Um, this is going to be a tough album to talk about. Um, and that is one that I own. It's Vince Ebo's Love is the Better oh, Way. Oh, so good. Yeah, very good. Um, own my copy right here. Um I went back and looked at uh, Mark Allen Powell's CCM Encyclopedia, which I have right here. The big book. Of, big book. Yeah. It is big. He big writes about book Vince. Of CCM. <laughs> big book of CCM. Um, he says, um, African-American baritone, I would argue there he's more of a tenor, but Vince Ebo has become a tragic footnote in the history of contemporary Christian music, born in Honolulu. And raised in Sacramento, he pursued a career in music as a session singer with considerable success. 
He provided vocals for projects by Benny King and Todd Rundgren and sang jingles for such well-known companies as Wendy's Hamburgers, Alamo Rental Cars, and J.C. Penney, Jacques Penney, J.C. Penney uh, Department Stores. He served as lead vocalist for a number of Los Angeles-based groups, including Visions, Sun Bear, The Fit, and at one point he joined Charlie Peacock's band. And that's where I picked up um, on how amazing Vince Ebo was. Oh, so mm-hmm. good. Um, yes. With the Charlie Peacock trio. In fact, um, when I toured briefly with Rich Mullins, we played Agape Fest. I think it was 91. So it was, um, I remember Wes King played, Rich played, um, and Charlie Peacock trio followed us up. And I'd never heard, I didn't know who they were. I didn't know anything about anything. And so it's one guitar and two guys without any instruments. Yeah. And we played a good set that day with Rich. Right. And I thought, oh boy, I bet they're going to hate to follow us. They Other were, way around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were insanely good. Yeah. Wow. And just blew everyone away. And I just never heard a better voice than Vince Ebo. And then a few years later on the, I believe it was the, well, it's kind of around the time that um, love is the better way. No, I'm sorry. Um, uh, love life was released. Yeah. You and I and Kathy Sprinkle went down to Oklahoma to see them. Do you remember this? I do not. You really don't remember this? No, I didn't. I remember this. Wow. My copy of Love Life is signed. Because I love by, that album. We did signed a deep dive by on Charlie Peacock. Yeah, it's a great album. Yep. Yeah. My copy of Love Life is signed by Charlie Peacock and Vince Wow. Ebo. It's nice. up there. Oh, up there. and Vince Ebo. Wow. It's, it's up there. Very cool. Um, the reason this tough album to talk about, obviously, Vince took his life, um, and turns out Love is the Better Way is the only solo album we ever got from Vince, um, but it's a beautiful album. Yes. It's so good. Love is the Better Way, the, 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 <coughs> the, um, lead, or the self-titled track is on here, um, Make It Work, um, big Tommy Sims thing. Tommy's on there with him. Yes. Um, These Are the Questions is a beautiful ballad. And it's over as a wonderful kind of R&B ballad. Man, I miss Vince Ebo. And he he is on a lot of great songs that I love. And what year was this again? Was he? 92. 92. 92. Okay. So Love is the Better Way, number 43 for me, Vince Ebo. So, so I was listening recently to Jimmy A's album. Entertaining Angels. Yes. This is the very first one. Uh, it's up there. Up there. It's it up is. There. It's up there. <laughs> Which is so good. It I is. I forgot how good this it's, album is. It's coming is. up on my list, not tonight, but okay. another night. Okay. So we'll talk about it later, but yep. Thin But Strong Chord. Oh, love it. Charlie, Jimmy, and Vince. Yes. And Vince sounds amazing yes, on that does. song. I'm like, oh, it just it almost gives me chills yep. how good he sounds on, yeah. that, on that song. Yep. So if you get a chance, Jimmy A., Thin but strong chord, you're gonna love it. That is so yeah. good. Yeah, just one of those voices you know immediately who it is. Oh, totally. Immediately. Yeah. Um, I mean, go love to, life. Him being all over. Oh, love he's life. all over yes. love life. Amazing. How yep. long will be too long? Yes. Yep. All the high male vocals. That's yeah. Vince. Yeah. So by Smitty. Yeah. So, so yeah. good. So he is missed. Yep. Definitely. All right, number forty-two. Moving along here, and mine is the debut album from Jars of Clay. This is at the uh, very end of our era. It came out in 1995. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I am I sure. Okay, good. I don't know. So I just... You're like Michael so, uh, W. Smith. I'm I am sure. Totally I am sure. totally trusting. I sure. There is... Okay, never mind. Um, if I'm not right, we will, we will hear about it. We, I'm we sure will. we will. That's, I'm, 
by our ninety-nine sure this is right. Dave had I'm one sh- mistake. And, I know, you know we, I'm but sure really you're wasn't right. a mistake. I'm sure you're right. You're it supposed to forgive I a person. You. I, I trust you. <laughs> All right, jars of Stop clay. Stop yelling at me, Dave. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, an album that uh, took them into the well, it was the first album, but it immediately launched them into the mainstream. Well, huge. Did it, yeah. Flood was played all over pop radio and alternative rock radio. And still now, you're, I hear the first few chords of that. I'm just like, oh, I got to turn up and just listen to this as loud as possible. Uh, Flood is fantastic. Other highlights here uh, Liquid, Love Song for a Savior, just a beautiful song. Uh, Boy on a String, Worlds Apart. Um, just you talk about a great debut album. That, by the way, that could be a good topic for a uh, podcast. Great debut album. What worlds yeah. apart? No, great <laughs> debut album. Oh, great, great debut, debut album. Yes, yeah. yes, for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, Jars of Clay's came out in '95 and really just kind of um, uh, changed the land, the landscape a little bit for CCM for yep. sure. Worlds apart, it's broken into. Nice. Is that that no, that's going? not. It's a different that's song. Yoda. I'm a Yoda. I have it on my list number 56. <laughs> so about a year ago, you heard my version of what yep. you mentioned. So you That's and I both right. have it on the list. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number 42, 90, from 90, also from 1992. So we're on this. Is it, I know. It's right crazy. Uh, Susan Ashton, Angels of Mercy, though. Nice. Angels of Mercy. So it's my first Susan of yep. two and a half. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Susan albums. Uh, Standouts here in my heart. Grand Canyon, Hunger and Thirst, Walk On By. I think one of the best undiscovered songs in this album, in my humble opinion, Better Angels of Our Nature. Yeah, it's good and I song. just listened back to that one not so long ago. I'm like, wow, the lyrics are just amazing. Uh, musically, Slose is all over that song. Gordon Kennedy, Tom Hamby. Carl Marsh, John Hammond. Carl Marsh. All amazing work. <laughs> Carl Marsh is not on the <laughs> not album. Not on this album. Artists not appearing on this album. Carl so, yeah, Marsh. Another Thankfully. great, uh, again, you hear the radio hits, but go back and listen to the ones that weren't on the radio. Yeah, those are probably the ones sure. I'd be playing a lot more of again. Mm, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, 92. Susan right. Ashton, Angels uh, of Mercy. 92 is a magical year. So... Mine at 42 goes back to 1987. And that is Far Away Places by Second Chapter of Acts. Okay. Now, at this point, Second Chapter kind of had become Matthew Ward and two lady background singers. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it just so happened that the two background singers were his sisters, Annie and Nellie. So that's kind of what, as Matthew really established himself with Armed and Dangerous, and then especially Fade to White because it had Perfect oh, Union so on good. It. Um, so that kind of made it, okay, we need to foreground Matthew and we'll figure out a way to fit Annie and Nellie in somehow. Um, so I think that's kind of the way that was going on this, uh, which explains why Matthew gets, uh, a lot of the solo stuff on here. Not everything. There's some, um, the ballads, uh, Annie and Nellie sing, but, um, now I, I I'm going to, I'm going to be amazed they came and toured this at Wichita in Wichita. Really? They toured this album. They played at the Cotillion. And I went. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Second Chapter of Acts live at the Cotillion Ballroom. Man, that is Wichita crazy to think about. It is. In eighty seven or eighty eight. Okay. I'm not sure when it was. Really good show. So yeah, I bet. it was and Matthew Ward was as perfect as you can ever imagine. Uh, he's right? amazing live. It, just, it was scary. Yeah. It sounded like the, the actual album. 
Um, it's No Masquerade, um, Sing Over Me is great. You Are All in All. I think I sent that to you guys and said, can you imagine yep. this song on Light 99 back in the day? Right. Yeah. That song would have been perfect on that on that channel. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, the and the uh, crazy thing is they've not released an album since this one. So literally, second chapter went radio silent after 1987. Matthews continued to have stuff put out. But second chapter's done. That's hmm. they are done. Yeah. So I don't think they'll put anything else out. Right. Anyway, so nineteen eighty seven, number forty two, far nice. away places. Yep. Great choice. Yep. Love Matthew Ward. All right, so we're wrapping it up here, right? Forty one. So our last number 41. selection. Go for it. it. Yep. So I was in ninety five with Charles of Clay. Now I'm way at the beginning of our uh, era. Okay. Eighty five. Yes, this is correct, Eric. Yep. Uh, this will be Leslie Phillips <laughs> and black and white in a gray world. Mm. Uh very eighties pop album kind of what the industry wanted her to be this is her the album yeah. they wanted yeah. and she would change drastically after this album um with another album which is much higher on my list but black and white gray world it's a, just a fun 80s pop album uh some of the highlights here your kindness beautiful song love that ballad uh, you're the same uh the title cut is really good tug of war and the very last track of this album was one that she's on that she has on her next album, which I don't know how often that happens. Huh. And it sounds different on her next album, but that is "Love Is Not Lost." Mm. So, so it's um, two versions of "Love Is Not Lost." Yep, yep. Really? two different versions. Huh. I think the next one turned up on the turning, isn't it? Yes, yeah. on the turning. Oh. Yep. So, uh, but this is her '85 album, "Black and White in a Gray World," again, just kind of right in the middle of her CCM career yeah and again the sound that this is what they wanted her to sound like and she would was not very happy with it and started changing for the next album yeah but um yeah there you go that's my number 41 one of two leslie phillips albums in my countdown so i just rewatched because my kids wanted to watch it my littler kids um wanted to watch the jesus music the movie that came oh out. yeah yeah so um i got it from the public library and watched it okay um and I thought of Leslie Phillips as the kind of artist, typifying the kind of artist that would have made an interesting story in that in a yeah, movie like that. Right, guy, uh, artists that weren't necessarily comfortable in the music, kind of attempted to pivot and do something, mm -hmm. and then eventually just kind of drifted on out of the genre altogether. Right. So, and maybe they tried to get her, and she didn't want to do anything. Yeah, true. That, so, but. I d that artists like that, I think, would make it a, a fascinating story. But yeah, I agree. Just to hear the stories yeah. and, and what was going on at the time, right. why they didn't, didn't feel comfortable. Yep. Or for whatever reason. So much time too. Yep. Yeah. Good That's point. True. Yep. yep. All right. Very cool. Dan. All right. Number forty-one. Forty-one is a near. A near match. Near oh, match. A near oh. match. Kind of throwing back to the start of the program here. Uh, Mastodon, it's a jungle out there. Yes. Right? With Dave. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so good. Uh, we already highlighted a lot of it, but uh, some of the things that I want to talk about that you already talked about was Dave Pack. Yeah. Uh, Shine mm -hmm. On. Shine On. Yep. Oh, so good. Because mm -hmm. uh, Dave Pack was Ambrosia? Ambrosia. Singer? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so good on that. Just great singers on here. Just mm -hmm. amazing singers. Uh, John Elefante produced in Dino. Uh, 
John's they, okay. He's an okay singer. He's okay. <laughs> uh, but it, they all have that John Hook, right? It's like Islands yep. in the Sky is one of my favorites yep. on this. Um, yes, it rocks. Uh, a lot of others rock out, but Islands in the Sky, just yeah. one of my faves yeah. with John on yep. that. So that's all I got to say about that. Okay. But yeah, great out out there. John, with you, you, Dave. Outstanding. All right. We'll get your uh, match game here ready. Uh Oh, Oh, got a near near match. Near match. Near match. Number 41, Eye to Eye by Michael W. Smith. Hello, stars. We have a match. Near match. Near match. (laughs) Near match. So, yes, my CD from back in the day, 1988. Um, I had the. uh, Big picture at number 52 on my list. Oh, Dan wants to. I'm going to see the CD again. Got to touch. Okay. I'll yeah. touch it. No, there we go. Get, your, in a while, get so. your mitts off my CDs. <laughs> Ima. Um, you know, it was so difficult to choose a second Michael W. Smith album and where to put it. Mm. Um, I, I love um, Change Your World. I just, I love that album. Yep. Um, yes. Big picture obviously made it on mine. There was no way it was not going to be on there. And so, Change Your World is kind of the odd album out. I di- and again, let's deep dive this and really talk. But again, I really listened to this today, um, and I'm I'm not on any streaming services. So, I if I own the CD, I'll rip it at the highest bit rate I can at 320 kilobits per second. So I've got a really good sounding file and put it on my phone. And I was really digging the production huh. on this hmm. today. So. Um, this is gonna, that's going to make a great deep dive. It will. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that one. Um, just, um, again, like Dan, I, you guys both said, every session player, every session vocalist in the book is on this. Yep. It's just amazing. So it's just, we really do need to deep dive it. Um, Tommy Sims plays that bass line on Live and Learn. Yep. He's, he's only on that song on oh, this album. That's, okay. That's it. I think everything else is Mike Brignardello or Tom Hemby playing bass. Okay. So... Yeah. Forgot about that. Um, Secret Ambition might have my favorite Dan Huff CCM guitar solo. Mm. Oh, it's great. Yeah, so good. And, um, yeah, on the other side is... That was so fun to play. Secret Ambition was so fun to play on the radio. Also, it's nice and long, so you can go to the restroom. Exactly. No, you play the, the throne. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, ah, funny. Oh, oh, oh no. I just thought of that. It did go on for almost seven sure. minutes. It did go on did. for a long time. So you could play that one. <laughs> so a little fact about uh, Secret Ambition in this album. That, yeah, that I'm gonna share. You probably don't care, but uh, oh, I care. Deeply. So uh, I was a freshman year of college, and one of the classes I took was radio broadcasting, and it was a Christian station that was just able to be re- picked up on campus. And so I went in, and we had all albums except for one song. We had a CD player. The first CD ever played on the radio, the first song was Secret Ambition. No way. Oh, wow. Yes. That's and we just, great. you could say, you know, digitally mastered yeah. Secret Ambition. Yeah. It sounded so cool. That's great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Secret Ambition, just a classic. When yeah. we cover Anonymous Confessions, I'm definitely going to tell the story about how I ejected... Uh, what was it? What is that song? Um, um, ain't no stopping now. Yes, ain't no stopping okay. now. Yep, yep. Yeah, one of my first nights on the air, I ejected, I ejected that CD three times. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Started it. Yes. And then was gonna eject the second CD player and ejected yeah. the top one. Oh, no, always no. had to watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> Put it back in. Started it. Did the same thing again. So he's like, "What is going times. on?" That's funny. Uh, okay, so my little confession. 
not huge, but uh, this album cover with Michael Lee Smith on it, and it looks like a tour ticket kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of look here. Yeah. Uh, I put it on a shirt and, and wore it at one of his concerts. Really? And I had the back, had a backstage pass with them and really? all this kind of thing. Yeah. So I had this on my shirt. Did he have you arrested? No. So, yeah. So <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I put it on a yeah. shirt. I didn't even think about it. You know, I had no oh, idea. That's fantastic. Walked back there and they said, oh, wow, I really like your shirt. Where'd you get it? <laughs> I, uh, well, uh, this guy. Did, did somebody yeah. sell it to you? I'm a, I'm a gave it to I, me. I, uh, <laughs> I, so I didn't say this. I, uh, I, I just said, kept saying eye to eye, eye to eye, I, I. But no, so yeah, I was a little grilled over where'd you get that shirt? But I didn't sell any shirts. I just just made, just made it. You. Yeah, yeah. just made funny. one because yeah. I thought it's so cool. It's great story. Here. A lot of compliments on it at yeah. the at the concert at the show. Yeah, but I was like, probably could have sold a couple, but uh, no, exactly. not selling. Uh, just in case Michael W. Smith is listening, he did not sell it. No, no. did not profit. Did not make any money off of it. 1-800. You need to be CD. calling us now. For yeah. That. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You, you, to- you totally yeah. do. By the way, hey, I'll trade you that if you put Kim Hill oh. on Spotify. Oh. There you go. It's a good trade-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's quid pro quo. It is. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I think that brings us to the end of our uh, 50 through 41 list. Um, the elephant in the middle of the room is Robot Dan. By the way, before you get to Robot Dan, I can't wait to see. So Craig, one of our listeners, yes. he pulls up his his album Spins, and he pulls okay. up all those albums that he plays. Yes, that's right. We're curious to see. we got 15 choices here yep. of what he's going to play. Yeah. Yep. So. Maybe all of them. If, if he's, you know, if he's got all of them. If he's got all of them. He probably does. We'll give him a special commemorative CCM in 3D he uh, won't have Rhythm House. I can almost oven mitt. Okay. Okay. Oven mitt. Yeah. Oven okay. mitt. I like it. So, we'll do yeah. it. I'm shocked by what he has, by the way. Yes, a he, lot. If he's got Rhythm House on vinyl, that's going to be amazing. That would be amazing. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see that. Then we definitely got to get an oven mitt. An oven mitt, yeah. And me one, too. <laughs> Send us your address. And we'll... <laughs> yeah, we'll effort to get you an oven mitt. Um, so, okay, so Robot Dan. Um, Dave, we had another firmware update this week. Uh-oh. And unfortunately, this one uh, this one forced Robot Dan to have to be decommissioned. What? So um, we have had I'm not to. Disappointed, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yoda. And Yoda. <laughs> so, um, but before, uh, as I was shutting Robot Dan down. For the last time in decommissioning him, I asked him if he wanted to say anything else. All right. So this is what he said. Hey, everyone. Robot Dan here. Thanks for letting me hang out with Dave and Derek while Analog Dan was gone. I'll be signing off now. See you at the gangs. Computer brains, put garbage in. Computer brains, Wow, yeah. that is awesome. really low. Yeah. That's it for so. you. Got to have him say Anyoda. I could. It's great. Yeah, so. <laughs> Thank anyway. you, Robot Dan, and goodbye. Uh, Robot Dan, it was nice knowing you. Nice knowing you. Yeah. So sad moment. Maybe maybe we'll send uh, Craig a Robot Dan oven mitt like his face on <laughs> I like the it. oven yes. mitt if he has rhythm house yes if, on, on only if he has rhythm house on vinyl, <laughs> on vinyl. that's perfect robot so. dan pray for me and i'll pray for you yes exactly <laughs> you crazy bucket of bolts you <laughs> well that wraps up another episode of uh, ccm and 3d thanks so much for tuning in everyone any last words guys what do you think emiota hey, <laughs>
Thanks for listening. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yikes. We'll talk soon. See you later. Thank you.